let's start the Law of One, Session 85. We're bearing down on the end of this series, uh, 106 sessions, we're in 85. This was received April 26, 1982, uh, over 35 years ago. Not such a long session, 20 exchanges, um, a lot of problem with Carla's body condition and some psychic attack at the first half of the session. Excuse me. And um, we'll get some more understanding of the metaphysics of interdimensional negative attack. Uh, many people have some mistaken or um, confusion-based panic, fear, anxiety about uh, being attacked from negative dimensions or negative entities attacking demonic attack, negative spiritual, negative entity attack. And this is certainly real. However, there are laws. And uh, if you want to understand how to be protected, you got to know the law. And like Ross said, love is the greatest protection. What does it mean? If you really know what that means, you'll know what, what uh, protection is available metaphysically. And that's one of the values, I think, of getting into the nitty-gritty of Ra's reporting what was happening to Carla and the negative entity. And we'll see more in the, of that in the session uh, <clears throat> so that we know um, how the game works. Um, there are definite ways of living that lead us to vulnerability, and there are definite ways of living and being that um, dissolve that vulnerability or remove it. So anyway, let's go in. Law of One Session 85, the greeting, I am Ra, we communicate now. And then there was a 40-second pause before uh, between the end of that answer and the beginning of the next, so things were not well. When there's such long pauses, there's some readjustment going on. Don goes on, could you first give me, could you first give me the condition of the instrument? Ross said, we ask your permission to preface this answer by the inclusion of the greeting which we use. <clears throat> Maybe they hadn't given the greeting. Don says, that's agreeable. 85.2, Ra explains, we greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. We were having some difficulty with the channel of energy influx due to pain flare, <clears throat> as you call this distortion of the physical body complex of the instrument. Therefore, it was necessary to speak as briefly as possible until we had safely transferred the mind-body-spirit complex of this instrument. We beg your kind indulgence for our discourtesy. This, it was appropriate. <clears throat> the condition of this instrument is as follows. The necessity for extreme vigilance is less due to the somewhat lessened physical complex energy deficit. The potential for distortion remains and continued watchfulness over the ingestion of helpful foodstuffs continues to be recommended. Although the instrument is experiencing more than the, shall we say, normal for this mind-body-spirit complex distortion towards pain at the space-time nexus, the basic condition is less distorted. The vital energies are as previously stated. We commend the vigilance and care of this group. <clears throat> so first of all, they have really they they were working hard to take care of Carla. She sometimes was her own worst enemy with the martyr complex and issues like that. 
<clears throat> but in general, she followed Jim and Don, and they uh, were very careful and conscientious um, in helping make sure that she didn't <clears throat> um, over overuse energy or over exercise her body. And um, they knew they were under psychic attack, and they knew that um, her pre-incarnative choices for weaknesses in the body predisposed her to all sorts of chronic pain and chronic um, health loss. So she had a pain flare. <clears throat> when that happens, uh, it actually screws up the transmission. And there are cases, there have been a number of cases where Ra had... Um, talked about service to self when they meant service to other, uh, talked about green when they made blue, um, indicated one thing when they meant another, or gave a wrong number, or had to readjust the number given, somewhat sometimes due to pain flare. So they had to transfer her, and that's what they're doing. This, this is a full trans channel. And so they transferred her mind-body-spirit complex. Now, obviously, her body's still on the bed, so what about that? It's Ross talking about the metaphysical portion, I would say, the time-space portion <clears throat> um, that we don't see. And Ra is uh, truly old-school, chivalrous, uh, with high manners and politeness, and um, this is um, a true superior man or gentleman, as Confucius would say and said, we beg your kind indulgence for our discourtesy. And um, they mean it. They have, they're very respectful. Uh, and that's uh, important. Humanity has lost a lot in the modern uh, rush to casualness. Being casual, everybody's casual. Um, there is certain quality, there are certain qualities of mind that are associated with formality. Um, which doesn't mean necessarily rigidity. But formality of respect, uh, respectfulness, <laughs> um, a kind of conscientiousness that um, is a high quality of mind that was more associated with previous cultures or previous times in this world. 85.3, Don goes on, what's the current situation with respect to our fifth density, service to self, polarized companion, shall I say? Meaning, what's going on with that entity? Ross said, your companion has never been more closely associated with you than at the present nexus. You may see a kind of crisis occurring upon the so-called magical level at this particular space-time nexus. <clears throat> so, a metaphysical crisis, a magical level, means time-space, non-physical. Um, Don wants to know more, what is that? 85.4 follows up. What's the nature of this crisis? Ra explains, the nature of this crisis is the determination of the relative polarity of your companion and yourselves. You are in the position of being in the third density illusion and consequently having the conscious collective magical ability of the neophyte, whereas your companion is most adept. However, the faculties of will and faith and the calling to the light have been used by this group to the exclusion of any significant depolarization from the service to others path. If your companion can possibly depolarize this group, it must do so and that quickly, 
for in this unsuccessful attempt at exploring the wisdom of separation, it is encountering some depolarization. This shall continue. Therefore, the efforts of your companion are pronounced at this space-time and time-space nexus. And so, what is this crisis? It's a matter of the group's polarity, service to other, or positively oriented, and the negative entities, polarity, being 5D negative, service to self. Uh, the contrast is kind of strong. Uh, in the third density, illusion means space-time. Space-time is the illusion. And um, consequently, it's not actually consequently, but it's... It, it's consequently to the fact that there is a veil now in mind in 3D illusion, 3D space-time illusion. Um, consequent to that veiling, which is an ontological quality, not done by the negatives, not done by evil archons or the demiurge or some bad guys, the, the veil in mind um, is done by God. And it isn't, it's, it's, you know, as we've said, it's much deeper the logos made it. It is much. Um, the, its purpose is much deeper than um, common reasoning um, may discover. So, but because consequent to that, um, being in this three D space time is illusory. Therefore, nearly all um, individual and collective have the conscious magical ability of nothing, <laughs> of the neophyte. The new, the new, the new sprout, the um, the new, the newling, the the beginner, which means nearly nothing. Whereas your companion is most adept. So you've got a five T negative super black adept, um, way beyond the humans that that you know aspire for that, and you've got this three D group of souls who don't know anything basically magically other than what they've read. They're not adepts. And they're not trained for adepts, and um, they're nice people with um, non-magical, high development of non-magical spiritual qualities. And those non-magical spiritual qualities, it seems to me, to be faculties of will and faith, calling to the and calling of calling to the light. So you've got three things here. They're all associated with six chakra: will and faith, and then. Um, invocation, deliberate seeking prayer, right? Prayer and calling, metaphysical calling. And so, if you want help, this is uh, one way to get it. Uh, the uh, a focus on the quality of will, which means intention, meaning get get clear on what you want. Don't don't work at cross purposes. One day I help myself, the next day I hurt myself. One day I say things, and the next day I regret them. One day I'm feeling, you know, um, I, I have a lot of, I, I feel, you know, uh, some fulfillment in life and a sense of purpose and meaning, and the next day I go into depression. Well, if that happens, you got, one has to look into why has that happened to me? Why am I, why am I in this condition? What's going on with me? And... Um, move through the blockages by understanding and acceptance. Uh, so one, one returns to that greater knowing faith 
and that's done by will. And one can call or invoke higher powers and ask for help. And that actually then uh, leads to their protection. It's been used, this, the, the faculties of will and faith, will is to keep pushing forward on what they know is right and good and true and helpful. Faith is um, understanding that everything comes from, I mean, one expression of faith is, is knowing that everything that happens is for the best, even if it's miserable and I created it, or we co-created it, and we or I may use it for our, my learning, and God is here, right? As Nityananda said, Saturn is there, but God is here too. So no matter how lousy things are, um, there is divine law uh, in play. I mean, if you really want to live a better life, you got to know these things. You can just mouth them, but that, that actually doesn't lead to a deep transformation of mind or quality of life. Uh, and calling to light, which means seeking. Uh, higher dimensional and, and um, seeking, you know, higher dimensional benevolent power to be with us for us to continue helping ourselves. That, those ways have been used by the group and therefore there hasn't been any significant depolarization, which means they're less vulnerable than they, um, than they might think they could be or than anybody would think. So you've got this 5D negative adept who can't do much actually against them. Then Ross explaining if the companion, the 5D negative, can possibly can but he can't. Depolarize the group and must do so, and do so quickly. For this unsuccessful attempt exploring, at exploring the wisdom of separation is encountering some depolarization, and that will continue. So Ra is way above this Orion player, and knows that this negative, this 5D negative player um, is failing repeatedly. And what's he trying to do? Well, he thinks he's trying to kill, the, kill Carla or cause the session to stop, or depolarize them, it's all the same, depolarize them by um, increasing their doubt, or their conflict with each other, or their aggression to each other, or her body illness ramifications, and all sorts of things. And he thinks that's how he's going to, you know, that's what his boss or his guru, his black guru, told him he ought to do. And <clears throat> yet, <laughs> Ra, from a higher dimension actually understands that is simply exploring the wisdom of separation <laughs> which at some day will end when the entity gets into sixth density and um, realizes that the wisdom of separation is folly and um, that's the result of exploring the wisdom of separation or the negative path so wisdom is 5d separation is service to self so the 5d version of the service to self path being explored in fifth density negative will be surmounted when it gets out of fifth density and realizes the um, folly of the wisdom of separation or the, the, the wisdom of the folly of separation and then <laughs> realizes that uh, separation is an illusion too and gets to the wisdom of unity, not separation. But the negative entity is not doing well because they're not falling. So the negative entity's <clears throat> efforts are pronounced, and that happens along the way too. If we progressively free ourselves from negative influence, that negative influence has a crisis and may redouble its efforts or hit us back in another way. 855, Don says, I'm totally aware 
of the lack of necessity or even rational need for naming of entities or things, which is from what Ross talked about in a previous discussion about naming. <clears throat> I was wondering if this particular entity had a name just so that we could reduce the or increase our efficiency of communicating with respect to him. Does he have a name? Ross says yes. Would it be magically bad for us to know that name or would it make no difference? Um, I'm not sure why Don wants the name, actually. He might want to uh, defeat that one. But Ross said it would make a difference. Would it be magically bad for us to know the name? Would it make no difference? It would make a difference. Doesn't mean it's magically bad, but it has. It makes a magical difference. And what is that? Uh, the the usage of naming, determination, usage, application, magical working, including naming. What would the difference be? And this is something one that, that one ought to bear in mind with certain people in the world who are. Um, enthusiastic about using our first name or second name again, again, again. Ross said 857. If one wishes to have power over an entity, it is an aid to know that entity's name. If one wishes no power over an entity, but wishes to collect that entity into the very heart of one's own being, it is well to forget the naming. Both processes are magically viable. Each is polarized in a specific way. It is your choice. Now, that's a really important answer. Um, so, A, if one wants to have power over another, it's an aid, or it's helpful to know the entity's name and use it again, again, again. Hey, Scott. Thanks, Scott. Oh, Scott. Oh, Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey. Mm -hmm. oh, eh, eh. Name, 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 name. And um, if you meet people like that... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's very likely that they're uh, at least uh, unconsciously seeking some kind of leverage or they want something. What do you want? And so that there's often that, that, that in the background, that they want something. It doesn't mean they're necessarily trying to um, dominate and enslave, but uh, it's, it's a way of um, tagging, tagging and bagging as they say. And so uh, usage of the name as a tag and then the very subtle uh, utilization of that tag name, name tag, uh, as the object of concentration uh, or focus in the uh, transmission of one's intention to control or to have power over or to get one's way with. And um, there's some people that always use uh, some people's first name, and there's some people who never do. Then, on the other hand, if one wishes no power over an entity, but wishes to collect that entity into the very heart of one's own being, it is well to forget the naming. Now, it is very, very clear to me that if you walk around without adequate wisdom, without adequate wisdom, without being an adept, without being an ass-kicker, kicker, one who knows how to kick ass, and you walk around seeking to collect everybody into the very heart of your own being, you're going to get into trouble. This is the problem. What is the problem? The problem is, um, 
a love over a, a love leading approach to service or being a love leading leading with love approach to being with others in this world without adequate wisdom and will without adequate discernment without adequate power or awareness of god power within god power within without with 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 a lot of um blockages or fears or no go zones or self inhibition and yet you walk around wanting to collect every entity into the very heart of one's own being well that sounds sweet you know it sounds very nice but if you try to do that without adequate blu-ray and indigo ray development you're a dupe and uh, you're going to get into trouble and so it's very poetic and it's lovely it's very spiritual it's very um sweet to say i wish to collect entities into the very heart of my own being but you know what if you don't have adequate uh, blue and indigo development you're going to be in trouble so say i maybe you disagree that's fine but walking around wishing to collect the entity entities into the very heart of my own being you know um this is this is where six density doesn't know shit compared to the teacher in my limited view meaning i don't think nichinanda gotama even ramana maharshi would talk this way there's a certain kind of spiritual exaggeration that the bodhisattva does that the gotama that the buddha doesn't do because they're really enamored of their own achievement um because they still have a sense of self the the sense is the unified self or unity as self all is one is my identity that is ended as the entity gets out of six density and goes to seven eight and um i i think that a lot of love of wisdom naive new age types pick up on some of this teaching uh without adequate blue and indigo and walk around and might want to walk around trying to collect entities into the very heart of my own being i think that's going to be problematic actually but yes of course surely if you're on the positive path it's a good thing to drop naming yeah of course so uh, let the seeker beware 858 i'm assuming that it would be a problem for the instrument if she were to meditate without the hand pressure from the other self at this time because of the continued greeting is this correct ross says this is correct this is about carla meditating uh, so she doesn't go out of body unwittingly or call raw outside protection this is correct meaning uh, correct that it would be a problem if she meditates without hand pressure this is correct if the instrument wishes to remain free from this potential separation of mind body spirit complex from the third density it now experiences so if she wants to remain uh continuing in her physical body in this dimension it's good to meditate with hand pressure so uh raw is absolutely detached emotionally so yes if she wants to stay here it's a good thing to keep that going 859 uh don goes on i'm assuming that if for no other reason since our fifth density companion has been monitoring our communications with raw it has been made aware of the veiling process of which we have been speaking and it seems to me that from an intellectual point of view that conscious knowledge and acceptance of the fact that this veiling process was used for the purpose for which it was used that it would be difficult to maintain high negative polarization once it was intellectually consciously accepted that this veiling process did in fact occur the way that we you have described 
could you clear up my thinking on that point? And that's an interesting point, being, well, this 5D negative Orion fellow is with us here and heard everything we're doing. The same thing with the negatives who are listening in. Any agents who've been along the ride, I'm sure there are just a couple of agents who will be here for the 106 full full series. But um, intellectually, that they now hear these deeper metaphysical teachings. Would indeed it be or not difficult to maintain, or could they indeed maintain high negative polarization once they 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 get the score? Um, in terms of the veiling, like negatives know, oh, we're veiled, we're in an illusory condition of separation, or condition of illusory separation. Uh, is that, does that indeed uh, jeopardize their high negative polarization, or for the negative agents here, their faux negative polarization, because they don't even know if they're really negative at base of beingness, or where they're going to go after death, the agent, the 3D negatives. So, uh, will this or won't this jeopardize this kind of greater intellectual understanding about the veiling or about um, metaphysical dynamics of, of the negative path, the illusory path? Ra says, We are unsure as to our success in realigning your modes of mentation. We may, however, comment mentation. Mentation means uh, mental activity. Ra goes on, The polarization process as it enters fourth density, is one which occurs with full knowledge of the veiling process which has taken place in third density. The veiling process is that which is a portion of the third density experience. The knowledge and memory of the outcome of this and all portions of the third density experience informs the higher density polarized entity. It, however, does not influence the choice which has been made and which is the basis for further work past third density in polarization. Those which have chosen the service to self-path, and this was a pain flare mistake, those which have chosen the service to self-path, service to self, have simply used the veiling process in order to potentiate that which is not. This is an entirely acceptable method of self-knowledge of and by the Creator. Now bear in mind, <laughs> folks, we're trying to go beyond what most of the Confederation knows. Most of the Confederation don't know quite um, what Sixth Density knows. So you've got us as wanderers in 3D illusion, 3D space-time, hearing the teaching from a late Sixth Density Confederation member that many of the Fourth and Fifth Density Confederation groups that are working here don't fully know. And that 4D negative doesn't know. And the 3D agents are just learning. That's why they're here. They're seeking learning too. As suppliants on the negative way. They think. And so uh, we're um, getting a view <laughs> from uh, above um, the community that's normally in play here, the 3D and 4D and 5D community that's in play on Earth, uh, other, other than Sixth Density Wanderers, but we don't, Sixth Density Wanderers are generally asleep too. And so uh, that, that sort of go-around is, 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 in, is in play here, meaning 
Ra explains that what happens with polarization from the sixth density, late sixth density view. Polarization, positive and negative, goes to fourth density. Um, there's no veil in fourth density. Veiling occurs only in 3D, actually 3D space-time. They, as entities leave third density, they have full knowledge of the veiling process, or what happened in 3D. In fact, all portions of 3D experience inform them, their mind. They know all aspects of 3D experience, meaning the entirety of the cycle of 3D incarnations. They know, we know, as we leave 3D, including the veiling that went on and, took and came off. And that knowing doesn't influence their choice. Um, Ra doesn't explain why. And it's basically that commitment to path is um, actually a, a deeper level of one's being, of one's mind, than um, simply awareness of the veil. It, it, it's um, deep mind moral intention. It's binary, too. It's binary. There's, there's a, the binary choice of positive, negative, or with love, without, or with love, or with control, um, is not um, affected by the knowing of the veiling, or it, uh, it, it, it establishes itself at a deeper level of mind than the knowing that I was veiled in 3D. And so Ross says, it doesn't influence the choice which has been made, which is, of course, basis for further work past 3D. The, the negative, those on the negative path, um, simply use the veiling to potentiate that which is not, and that's what they're doing. It's the path of illusion, the use of illusion um, to move out of illusion. But, and, and that's an entirely acceptable method of self-knowledge and of the creator, self-knowledge of and by the creator. Method of self-knowledge of, of the creator self-knowing creator and by the creator meaning the creator made that method or that's the negative path that was established with the veiling and so the raw material is is probably i mean i i don't uh i don't think many people understand this on this planet but it seems to me without a doubt that the raw material is one of the most important documents in the last two millennia on this planet in the last two thousand years since yeshua I think the raw material is one of the most important documents to um, be put into writing, or whatever form this is, digital, to, to one of the most important transmissions into 3D space-time in the last 2,000 years is without a doubt the raw material. I didn't say the most, but I said one of the most, absolutely without a doubt, in my view. And and um, uh, so I think we... we I feel privileged to have this, and um, anybody who discounts the raw material <laughs> is a shallow mind. Sorry, it's very dogmatic to me. If you think the raw material fosters apathy uh, because you think that the ET, good ET is going to save us, or some kind of faux moral relativism, I saw some critic talking about this, thinking that the raw material is giant psyops, uh, done by the government, um, a la Blue Avians. It's just the same. The mother of all psyops is the raw material. <laughs> right, bro. You just keep going your merry way. And so, uh, uh, that, that the person doesn't understand the depth of the metaphysics being presented here. This is there's 
there's no source that has explained in this detail the via the metaphysical viability of the two paths there is no other source that i've ever seen other than new age copycats that talks about the viability of the negative path none not one buddhism hinduism talk about uh, pol morally polarized higher dimensional beings called devas and asuras positive and negative yes indeed but doesn't talk about the path the, the asura path and the, the zoroastrians and the, the uh, those in the persia use the term asura differently but that's not what we're talking about hindu buddhist understanding of devas and asuras higher dimensional positive and negative beings uh, acknowledges that metaphysical polarity but doesn't actually explain the path of the asuras that there is a path there and ra only the raw material acknowledges that the the negative way is entirely acceptable as a path um, from the creator back to the creator given by the creator and it's the potentiation of that which is not it's using illusion and falsity to potentiate the seven chakras um, by uh, force and deception that can be done and so anybody who doesn't see what this material <laughs> that this material is head and shoulders above pretty much everything else uh, in the new age field at least uh, and its potentials um, you know is either uh, a liar or a fool generally sorry because uh, there is deep teaching and there is shallow teaching and this teaching does not promote apathy whatsoever it promotes work because the ET is not going to save you and there is a three-way split and karma is well accepted and um, there is a lower astral for people who screw up so ain't no apathy here uh, just a lot of deep teaching that gives us the potential for deep learning 8510 Don catches the error says you just stated that those who are on the service to others path use the veiling process to potentiate that which is not I believe I'm correct in repeating what you said is that correct again it should be service to self and they corrected it later corrected it later it's the same note at the end of 8590510 Ra said yes is that correct so Ra confirms their error yes we're uh, no we didn't make an error that's what we said so first they make an error and then they don't realize that they made an error but confirm the, the falsity, you know, the, uh, affirm or defend or double down on uh, affirming that, that they really said service to other, but they didn't mean it. They meant service to, that's really what we said, but they didn't catch it twice. First they didn't catch it when they said it, then they didn't catch it when Dot brought it up. So, yeah, now is that because Ra is an evil archon? <laughs> Fool. Or is that because uh, pain flares change, pain flares dis disrupt the transmission? Pain, pain flares disrupt transmission, okay. We have some proof? No proof. If you want proof, you're in the wrong house. So, uh, yeah, they explain that pain flares and they screw up. So, okay, it happens. Six density is not eight density. And um, uh, compared to, to Ra's teacher, Ra has a long way to go, as we all do. So Don can't figure this out because Ra twice um, didn't acknowledge their mistake 8511 Don says then the service to others positive the service to others path have potentiated that which is not 
Could you expand that a little bit so I can understand it better? And again, only later, later, later. <laughs> Don is great. Don, Don, like a dog with the, you know, with the, with the raw in the mouth because raw keeps mistaking, mis, mistaking, mistaking. How about that? Uh, screwing up and and not acknowledging that they're they mean service to self. And so even directly eighty five eleven. Um, Don says, so it's the service to other? Positive path has potentiated that which is not. Can you explain it better? And Ra basically uh, explains the way of the negative path. Not recognizing that they said the positive path, but they'll go on to launch into a discussion of the negative path. So Ra says, if you see the energy centers in their various colors completing the spectrum, you may see that the service to self choice, service to self, is one which denies the very center of the spectrum, that being universal love. Therefore, all that is built upon the penetration of the light of harvestable quality by such entities is based upon an omission. This omission shall manifest in fourth density as the love of self, I don't like that term, that is the fullest expression of the orange and yellow energy centers which then are used to potentiate communication and adapthood. When fifth density refinement has been achieved, that which is not is carried further. The wisdom density being explored by entities which have no compassion, no universal love. They experience that which they wish by free choice, being of the earnest opinion that green ray energy is folly. That which is not may be seen as a self-imposed darkness, in which harmony is turned into an eternal disharmony. However, that which is that which is that which is not cannot endure throughout the octave of the third density, and as darkness eventually calls the light, so does that which is not eventually call that which is. Even eighty-five twelve, Don saying, "I believe there are salient errors in the communication we just completed because of transmission difficulties." Are you aware of these errors? Hey, dude. What's happening? You keep making a mistake and you don't acknowledge it. Ross says, we are unaware of errors. Although this instrument is experiencing flares of pain. That's why. They didn't even know. They made the error and then couldn't even know that they made the error because of these flares of pain. We welcome and encourage your perceptions in correcting any errors in transmission. And so, yeah. That's great. They would like to be corrected. Uh, And so, in 85.11, we see... Uh, and very simplistic but valuable overview of seven rays development in entities in third density negative going to 40 negative and, all, and moving on the negative path and what's going on um, service to self is a choice obviously it denies universal love which is the very center of the seven color seven ray spectrum it denies it. It considers that it's folly. It rejects it. It degrades it. It, dis- it de- disrespects it. It devalues it. It sees no value in love. Universal love. Not I love ice cream. Uh, universal love is real love which is non-control. Which is ahimsa. Which is open, welcoming, being, acceptance. Caring. Caring and, and vibrating in harmony with. 
it's a form of becoming one, actually. It's, it's um, uh, the precursor to unity. Love is the precursor. Love is the essential foundation to realization of unity. It's the dualistic expression of, of unity. <laughs> Love is the dualistic expression of unity because it involves dualistic self-other consciousness of vibrating in synchrony or, or moving into resonance and harmony with other because there's still an awareness of self and other self or self and other only in sixth density it's known as self and other self or one self in third density or four or five there is particularly three and four developing love <coughs> there's awareness of self and other that's called dualistic consciousness but love is basically um, the, the activity of uh, surrendering control surrendering resistance and opposition to vibrate in synchrony and harmony with with uh, the other or the field and that is a precursor to experience of unity then a uh, negative path denies rejects universal love or the center while all that <clears throat> and then the negative path builds upon does build they're developing the other six chakras building upon the penetration of light of harvestable quality is based on an omission so all that is built upon, meaning the continuance of their path from 3D up to 6, the continuance of their path or the continuance of development of the other six chakras, uh, <clears throat> built upon penetration of the light of harvestable quality means that they hit 95% service to self, meaning they make adequate contact with intelligent infinity or penetrate uh, intelligent infinity, 6-7, and access intelligent energy, light, six, adequately to harvest from three to four negative. That, that is the phenomenon of penetration of light of harvestable quality. Sufficient intelligent energy, light, uh, by penetration contact with intelligent infinity, seven, achieved by service to self in 3D, space-time, to be harvestable to 4D negative. That foundation is built upon an omission. This omission then <clears throat> manifests in 4D negative as love of self, which is a, a lousy term, I think, because it's love without love. It's more like arrogance or vanity. It's, it's basically um, grandiosity or arrogance or haughtiness. It's a superiority, a shallow, empty superiority complex, which you see with all the negatives. They always talk that. I mean, one way to identify the negative is that they're profoundly arrogant. Mm. coffee is of so much more value than they meaning <clears throat> um, no matter what they're pretending no matter what their game they're, they're so full of themselves that it's leaking and one can see the leakage if one's careful um, if one reads the sentences carefully of their letter or one looks in the eyes and the face and the mouth carefully and the nose and the structure of the face <clears throat> their 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 conceit is very plainly shown. So that is quote raw cogs the service of self. I just say conceit because the word love they don't it doesn't deserve the word love. But Ra's trying to fit it in to four D you know seven ray schema. But <clears throat> this um, conceit, which Ra calls love of self, uh, then develops in four D negative uh, from the harvestability from 3 to 4D negative, 
that harvestability was some kind of fullest expression of orange and yellow energy centers blockage in 3D, then um, potentiates communication 5 and adaptive 6, 5th ray, 6th ray. <clears throat> so fifth communication is a is a catchword for fifth ray activation, adaptives for six. And of course, there's a linkage of chakra bands uh, between two and five, or you know, there are many, many. There's two and six, and three and five, two and five. They're all related, but here you're seeing uh, orange and yellow, two and three, uh, adapt uh, communication, adapt five and six. <clears throat> there is there is that uh, there are chakra mm, linkages or resonance between all the chakras, but particularly um, mm, if one is stationed in fourth density uh, negative, particularly there is resonance between the two chakras below to below four and the two chakras above four, two three and four and five six. Then. Um, as they go in, as they develop in fifth density negative, fifth density refinement has been achieved. That which is not, meaning the path of illusion or falsity, goes further. Wisdom density five, explored by them with no compassion or love, by by design, of course. They <clears throat> they experience that which they wish by free will. Well, everybody goes by free will, but free will is much more activated in fifth density than four, because entities are leaving um, dualistic selfhood and identity is less of an obstructor to exercise of will. Uh, identity, the, the fashioning and maintaining of identity itself obstructs the free flow of will. Then <clears throat> uh, they just do their thing and keep going through 5D negative because they believe that green ray energy is folly and that's just the case with them here. Or, or any negative, uh, they really think that love is folly. That's it. It's as simple as that. They think you're a dupe, you're a fool to love or care. Um, if you look at the dialogue between Aaron Russo and the Rockefeller, supposedly, Rockefeller basically said, why do you care about them? Why do you care if they're uh, chipped and treated like animals and slaughtered by us? Why do you care? You know, make your own life happy or make your own fulfillment will care about those. And so, yeah, the, the hard negatives, they really, um, they have no heart. They've cremated care. And they think that it's just stupidity to care about others. They don't understand that the uh, fourth ray is simply uh, the heart of one's being. It's not even about others, bro. It's not about them at all. It's about this one matter. So, that which may not be seen, that which is not. Now, Ra's talking about the <clears throat> the condition of mind of those on the negative path, which again was useful for us to know, and you can see it in the people, uh, uh, humans that are playing on the negative path. That which is not, meaning the path of that which is not, meaning the activation of the real, the seven chakra set, by omission of the center of the spectrum, uh, by falsity and deception, particularly self-deception, that which is not, or the way of those um, who follow that which is not, or who are developing by way of that which is not, that way may be seen as self-imposed darkness, 
harmony is turned into eternal disharmony. They're very, very unwell. There is no happiness with heart chakra omission, of course. Eternal disharmony. However, that which is not the illusory can't endure throughout the octave, the octave of third density. <clears throat> and um, now, there are two different ways to look at that last sentence, and I don't want to get into it too much, but there's one way is that the path the, the path of that which is not, the illusory, the false path, which is a real, it, it's basically using what is not to potentiate that which is, using the illusion of separation um, to potentiate the reality of the seven rays of unity. <clears throat> it can't endure throughout the octave of third density, meaning the seven subplanes of third density, meaning as the entity on the negative path goes to fourth density or harvestability, this is like darkness eventually calling light. So that which is not eventually calls that which is, meaning they call enough intelligent infant intelligent energy to, to harvest into 40 negative? Maybe so. Um, the, the path, uh, the negative path doesn't last into mid-sixth density. It ends at the beginning of sixth density and obviously goes into fourth and fifth density also. So <clears throat> that which is not cannot endure throughout the octave of third density. A straight reading means uh, that which is not what? The negative path can't continue uh, as entities uh, get out of third density? Well, no. It goes into fourth and fifth density negative. Uh, can't endure the octave um, uh, coming out of third density, meaning eventually they change path in sixth density, which is true. That's true. But darkness eventually calls the light. And that that's a very deep statement is that mm, the false or the illusory has to be impermanent. Is it the only thing real and permanent is is the real? <laughs> the only thing real is uh, is reality of unity, <clears throat> and and every illusion falls a falls away on the path. Every false view falls away eventually. If you wish, if you wish to be clear, you can be clear. If you don't wish to be clear, you'll stay in suffering. Why stay in suffering? One can be free. The mind contains all things. Your power, the power available to the self is infinite or boundless. Why not pull out of suffering? It can be done. So that which is not cannot endure forever. It cannot endure through this, through the whole octave of this uh, seven-dimensional system. And eventually, as entities go into fourth density, they do pull out of some illusion, but they certainly continue the view that green ray is folly. But metaphysically, because darkness is simply an absence of light, it's a void, uh, eventually conditions change and it, quote, calls the light. Darkness calls the light. And that's where, you know, there, there's only eternal change. And so <clears throat> entities hit bottom and then move up. Or eventually um, the illusory gives way to the real, the false to the true the impermanent to the permanent, or the, the death, the deathful to the deathless. Eventually, death gives way to eternal life on the path. And it's not, um, it, it's only, you know, very, very superficially comprehended by religion. 
and it's superficially comprehended in all of these traditions, even spiritualists too, because we forgot what higher dimensional life is. We forgot what the deathless or what the high, what living in the light is. But all that is false <coughs> ends. The the only the unreal is impermanent, or the unreal or the false is intrinsically impermanent and illusory, and will end. And that's, I think, akin to darkness eventually calling the light. That which is not eventually calls that which is. <clears throat> so Ra again denies that they're making a mistake. <laughs> At 85.12, 85.13, Don tries to pull Ra out of this and says, I think simply that the statement was made that about previous communication, that we were speaking of the service to others' path. Would you check that, please? And Ra figures it out and says, May we ask that you be apprised of our intention to have spoken of the service to self-path as the path of that which is not. So finally they pick it up. <clears throat> and, um, you know, e even the necessity for Ra to be speaking in such a clunky, awkward way is not a problem... But it's an indication, I mean, it's not, you know, not, not a distortion. They're, they're speaking this way. Uh, may we ask that you be apprised of our intention to have spoken of. Um, they could have just said, we intended to speak of, or um, we meant the service of self-path. Uh, <clears throat> they're still on the path, too. They're in sixth density, way beyond what's uh, privy to our awareness easily here, way, way, way beyond. But um, they they have some they have limitations too. So then Don tries to figure out what happened here in eighty five fourteen. And Don says, I am just interested in the problem here that we sometimes have with transmission, since the word others was used three times in the transmission rather than the word self. <coughs> right. Ra three times didn't catch the error. And could you give me an idea of the problem of communication that we had there that creates that type of an anomaly, which, if I didn't catch it, could create a rather large discrepancy in communication and understanding. <laughs> it's a big problem to mistake self and others um, in talking of the two paths. It's a <laughs> kind of um, destroys the reason. So, what happened? And Ra explains, 85.14 says, Firstly, we may note the clumsiness of language and our unfamiliarity with it in our native, shall we say, experience. Secondly, we may point out that once we have miscalled or misnumbered an event or thing, that referent is quite likely to be reused for some transmission time, as you call this measurement, due to our original error having gone undetected by ourselves. And Don asked in the follow-up, <clears throat> do you have use of all of the words in the English language, and for that matter, all of the words in all the languages of that are spoken upon this planet at this time? No, not. So, they are not Buddha. They are not uh, eighth density. They are not the totality complex of seven. They have limited comprehension and faculty and function, and knowledge base, uh, 
that's too bad. <laughs> oh well, I wish it wasn't so, but they are not. Uh, they're not in, um, you know, Satchitananda. They're not in omniscience, omnipotence, omnipresence. Uh, uh, they're not finished with the path, and they have certain limited limitations. Their their function is a little bit like a computer. Um, meaning, they're saying first when they explain eighty five fourteen what's going on, they say first of all, language is clumsy. It's very true, very very true. And some wanderers eventually get disgusted with using words at all, language and word, and prefer. And that's also one reason that four D, you know, double-bodied wanderers, young youngins. Um, stay out of too much study and wisdom, or they don't want to think too hard, because language is clumsy. Yeah, the the concrete mind, the logical, linear, analytical, rational mind is a pain in the neck. Actually, the negatives love it because that's their home, but <clears throat> it's it's really very it's kind of ugly. It's not beauty. Beauty is is the is the whole in the circle, the rounded, not the angular. So language is quite angular, quite blocky, quite material, um, quite awkward for holistic understanding or, or as a container for holistic uh, comprehension. And then also, Ra says they're for unfamiliarity, unfamiliar, they're unfamiliar with language in their native experience in sixth density. Their native experience is not uh, conceptual. Um, linguistic thought form. They don't. They don't do thought form in the way we do. They don't do language, which means um, discrete, um, differentiated, complex thought form structures, linear and um, uh, angular. I would say they don't do that in sixth density, and so. <clears throat> but the real problem is that their original error will go undetected for some time because the the way that the, the, the program, the computer program or the the program language here, in my view, the program language by which they make this transmission uh, utilizes a referent, uh, reuses reference, establishes a reference and reuses them until there's some kind of um, reassessment of the referent or the establishment of a new referent. Okay? So once they miscall or misnumber, and they're right, they're, we're talking about calling and numbering, calling it the path, the positive or the negative, identifying self or other, or misnumbering with some of the dating, once which they mistaken, mistaken to, after a single miscalling or misnumbering, the referent remains used until a new referent is established. That's just like certain computer systems or systems um, code processing. <clears throat> and that's just the way it goes. They have a, a sort of operating code for the um, conceptual language-based transmission associated with answering questions, which involves um, automatic reuse of established reference um, for some time 
transmission time, meaning it'll be used again and again until uh, they detect uh, that, that that referent is mistaken and um, needs to be replaced by a new one. So <clears throat> um, that's, why, that's why some of it, it sounds a little blocky, what I call blocky. <laughs> Not a word, I know, but kind of like... Um, building blocks, very angular and uh, square, <clears throat> because they're using a kind of artificial talking device uh, that, or, or a program that has been established with certain parameters that are uh, inflexible as the perhaps the field through which they communicate, not their mind, but that's a transmission device. It's a metaphysical transmission device that um, receives and transmits. And that is a certain kind of synthetic nature to it, or, or rigidity to it. So, <clears throat> um, the last, I think for today, let, let's go on a little bit more. 85.16, this is where we'll end for today. Don says, I have a question here from Jim. It states, quote, I believe that one of my primary preincarnative choices was to open my Green Ray Energy Center for healing, her healing purposes. As I see my compassion developing, it is more appropriate to balance this compassion with wisdom in my healing exercises, or is it more appropriate to balance the compassion with wisdom in my healing exercises, <clears throat> or to allow the compassion, <clears throat> you may, or to allow the compassion to develop as much as possible without being balanced? Which is an interesting kind of way of looking at it, well, seems to me that for everybody, all of us, one of our primary pre-incarnative choices or intentions or objectives was to further open Green Ray Center for self-healing. I think that's pretty universal to all of us. <clears throat> then the question is how, how to do it. As he sees, Jim saying, as he sees compassion developing, see, it's not even my compassion, right? I mean, we all say, my love, my healing. There is no my other than a, f a repeated fiction. But we all <clears throat> fall into that same fiction, the, the identitarianism <clears throat> fiction, ahamkara. <clears throat> and so my compassion, it isn't your compassion. It's universal compassion that is infinite, uh, potentially, or that is infinite, and potentially can infinitely flow through the seven ray system to the extent that uh, you know we have purified it so as compassion develops he's wondering is it appropriate more appropriate to balance it with wisdom during healing exercises or to allow the compassion to develop as much as possible without being balanced eventually it needs wisdom but when and um, what is his healing exercise I don't know Ra explains, this query borders upon that type of question to which answers are unavailable due to the free will prohibitions upon information from teach learners. So normally, it's not going to be given an answer. I'll read through it and then comment. To the student of the balancing process, we may suggest that the most stringent honesty be applied. As compassion is perceived, it is suggested that, in balancing, that his perception be analyzed. It may take many, many essays into compassion before true universal love 
is the product of the attempted opening and crystallization of this all-important springboard energy center, meaning green ray. Thus, the student may discover many other components to that which may seem to be all-embracing love. Each of these components may be balanced and accepted as part of the self <clears throat> and as transitional material as the entity's seat of learned teaching moves ever more fairly into the green ray. When it is perceived that universal love has been achieved, the next balancing may or may not be wisdom. If the adept is balancing manifestations, it is indeed appropriate to balance universal love and wisdom. If the balancing is of mind or spirit, there are many subtleties to which the adept may give careful consideration. <clears throat> love and wisdom, like love and light, are not black and white, shall we say, but faces of the same coin, if you will. Therefore, it is not, in all cases, that balancing consists of a movement from compassion to wisdom. We may suggest at all times the constant remembrance of the density from which each adept desires to move. This density learns the, dense, the lessons of love. In the case of wanderers, there are half-forgotten overlays of other lessons and other densities. We shall leave these considerations with the questioner and invite observations, which we shall then be most happy to respond to in what may, be, in what may seem to be a more effectual manner. So, um, this is right on the edge of um, questions that are not answered due to infringement, because it takes away the opportunity for the questioner to discover his or her own answers, to some extent. Then, the nitty-gritty here is the three, middle pa three paragraphs. Um, <clears throat> number one, <clears throat> for student of the balancing process, and I think for everybody on the positive path, most stringent honesty should be applied, Misa suggest, right? Rod didn't say should. They didn't say should. But if you want to progress well on the positive path, you need to be really honest. Really, really, really honest, which really means honest about things you don't like. <clears throat> honest about things that are painful. We're honest about our distortions and the distortions of others. Honest about our mistakes and the mistakes of others. Honest about... Um, that which we may feel shame and guilt for, honest about all sorts of truths um, of self and other and society uh, that are that we find somewhat bitter. That's really, I mean, and that's really the key. You know, pray for discernment, um, and then love will come naturally. If you seek discernment and wisdom truly, led by honesty, uh, wisdom will come naturally. Because there's, you know, the truth that um, whatever we're guilty or feel shame about, uh, we couldn't have done otherwise at that time, given who we were. Or the world is the way the world is, and uh, we didn't necessarily make it. But it's better to know what is, rather than continue fooling ourselves. Then, as compassion is perceived, it's suggested perception be analyzed. So, as we see compassion it's useful to analyze our perception of compassion. So we perceive compassion, analyze that perception, which means using honesty and discernment. So using honesty and discernment and anal to analyze the what we see as love, 
what we understand love to be. And Ra's saying it takes many, many times essays into compassion or approaches or, or experiences of analyzing compassion or developing compassion or love before we get to true universal love. And um, this is about opening and crystallization, opening green ray, crystallization of green, particularly green-blue. Green-blue, green is all important on the positive path, clearly. It's a springboard, yeah, because it's a springboard to, to all the higher realms, you know. You're not going to get to enlightenment, <laughs> complete and perfect enlightenment, or true experience of non-duality, or liberation, or higher self without love. So it's all important. It doesn't mean it's the only all. There are other. Everybody's all important, really. But it's certainly a springboard. So what? When we analyze our experience of love, what we may find, indeed, is many other components. Um, and you know, people shouldn't be arrogant. <laughs> really, people should be honest and realistic. Um, I mean. Did anybody walk around think that they're they are experiencing all embracing love? I, I think that they've got um, a little you know moat in the eye, and so uh, we're just trying our best. Let's just keep trying. Um, you can't walk around in bliss. You can't walk around in joy. You can't live your bliss. You can't live your joy by by command. I'm going to live in my joy and my bliss. By what? Snap my finger and I got it? Of course not. Cannot be. But you can. We can be honest about our pain, and and find its roots in love and understand it into healing. Then we'll be more and more at ease. But <laughs> you got to know bliss before you know how what it means to follow your bliss. You've got to know what joy is before you can live in joy. But you can't just live in joy by diktat, by by demanding it. There's so many spiritual teachers I listen to, they just don't even understand psychology. They don't understand psychology. You've got to understand your own psychology. If you want to be free, you've got to know and then dismantle the causes of being bound, the, the, the nature of bind, bondage or obstruction or, or psychological distress. You can't be well without knowing your distress. If you have no distress, well, congratulations. But most everybody has various psychological conflicts, self-esteem issues, and all sorts of complicated mind process, that doesn't get wiped away by wanting to live your joy and follow your bliss. These are sweet words that mean nothing. If you want to be well, find out how you're not well. And what you'll find is that you're, you, you're, we are all neophytes in love. There's a difference between liking and loving, there's a difference between um, true unconditional love and subtle seeking of something or anything. So um, we may discover, we do discover many other components in our, quote, loving way of being. Like, uh, I want to be respected, or I want to be listened to, or I feel bad when no one wants me, or something like that. So then everything that we're finding needs to be balanced and accepted as part of self and uh, transitional material as, as we move more fairly into green ray. So, and so uh, moving, moving solidly into green ray, we're not talking yet about adept work or any blue, 
we're talking about just getting into green or being uh, comfortably seated in green. And so this is the path uh, up from red to violet, from one to seven, the Kundalini, you can say, the prana, the chi, the ki, intelligent energy. <clears throat> this is uh, the ascending seat of learning, the ascending seat of manifest being. So then, um, the point is, in balancing, we need to be really honest with ourselves, if we wish to really heal and be better, and be well, more well, that honesty is requires the analysis of our perceptions. That analysis of our perceptions means looking into what we're seeing, what we think we're seeing. I think I'm seeing absolute, pure, all-compassionate love. Oh my God, I feel Christed. Um, it's Atman shining through me. Well, look into it further. You may find some other things going on there too. So it takes a long time <laughs> to know universal love. <clears throat> so don't assume that you're beyond where you think you are, and then people fall into, oh, I hate myself, I'm nothing. So uh, neither grandiose nor self-degrading, neither uh, spiritual inflation nor um, self-devaluation, the middle way. <clears throat> and then as we become more solid in universal love or green ray stability, the next balancing may or may not be wisdom blue, fifth ray, then we're talking about adept work, and then there are two kinds of balancing. Balancing manifestations or balancing mind-spirit. Balancing manifestations means balancing in expression. And this is why Ra said that what the, the basis of Ra, or it, it sort of puts a little window to me, the basis of Ra's phrase, which also I think is very unhelpful, the unmanifest self. The unmanifest self means the self that's not in relationship with others, meaning you're not communicating <clears throat> by word or thought or behave, physical behavior. That's unmanifest self. Well, how about alone? And so, you know, again, there, there are parameters for um, the transmission of Ra's teaching. The, the trend, the, the the, the protocol of the transmission uh, establishes limits and certain parameters to the nature of the teaching or to the content of the teaching. <clears throat> and so, bouncing manifestations means uh, achieving balance in your self-expression, in your expression. The unmanifest self then means the self that's not expressing, which means alone, but it's not unmanifest, it's just alone. But this is a old usage of the term manifest, meaning to bring forth or express in space-time, rather than alone in your mind. Then, we're talking about adept work, when there's the case of working with others, quote, balancing manifestations, being balanced in our expression, then it's yes, indeed, appropriate to balance love and wisdom, indeed. Real love, universal love, not personal love. <clears throat> so that's the other point. True universal love is not your personal love. It's real love, not your personal possession. So one should know that. One can know that. It is not a personal possession. Bouncing that with wisdom is definitely needed in, in relation to others and expression and communication with others. Yeah, definitely. Because if we go to them with love without much wisdom, um, we're not going to help much. And we'll get into trouble and make trouble. Um, there are lots of good-hearted people 
that are that don't help very much because they are afraid of using their mind and their analysis and their rational functions because they think that's not spiritual and frankly they don't help very much because the the, the things they say are shallow like follow your bliss and live in your joy okay I'll follow my bliss and live in my joy and how should I do that when I don't even know what bliss is or um, I've only had a few experiences of joy in 50 years how should I do that oh uh, uh, then they can give you a seminar <clears throat> read my book so it's not helpful to give shallow shallow teaching because it's unusable it's like the concept of ego we find this concept unworkable and understanding cannot come from it said Ra understanding cannot come from it if you're you if you're speaking of things that if you're trying to use or you're establishing a belief in something that doesn't exist and then proscribing or recommending ways of working with that thing that doesn't exist to grow which does exist uh, understanding cannot come from it <laughs> it's you know let the buyer beware so but if the entity is alone it seems to me and the balancing is a mind or spirit there are many many subtleties to, to consider love and wisdom is not black and white they're faces of the same coin as I said they're not really two things it's one coin called blue green center and balancing uh, doesn't Ross said always not in all cases balancing consists of movement from wisdom to compassion to wisdom because the more they're understood as one entity one field one can understand that uh, the deepest levels of, of wisdom is love and the deepest expression of love uh, <clears throat> is, is wisdom knowing uh, and one goes beyond this simplistic um, dualism that, that considers these um, uh, fundamentally uh, separate wisdom compassion or love wisdom they're not quite they're, they're not two it's really two ways of looking at the same field they're two they're two modes of the same field that that's that's the point it's the field of true mind the transpersonal mind it's it's really manas or vijnana the the expression of vijnana or the two aspects of consciousness then finally I know I got to get and end here for wanders we also have these half forgotten overlays of other lessons other densities and so it is helpful for us wanderers to remember um, the density from which we desire to move and so the desire the density we desire we from which we came is six generally and that's where we're leaving we're working through six density while in our 3D series of incarnations. And when we finish here, we will find by the distillation of all we've learned here that we're um, approaching the gateway to seven. And so in third density, <clears throat> this density, 3D, learns the lessons of love. Ross said the purpose of third density is to learn the ways of love. And the purpose of incarnation is evolution of mind, body, spirit. The original desire is that entities seek and become one. So these things, the, these these dicta, 
ought to be contemplated. They're very helpful, I think. <laughs> They're really, really helpful. The purpose of this dimension, the purpose of incarnation, the purpose of a creation in which souls may evolve. And then, Ra said, uh, the rest is up to you. Uh, invite observations, yeah. Um, and so contemplation is important. Very, very important. <laughs> if, you want, if we want a, you know, dwelling and steeping um, in, in metaphysical truths, it's very helpful. So, that's it. Uh, gone long today, and actually, uh, <laughs> too long, because uh, next time we're almost at the end of the session here. Next time we pick up at 85.17, <clears throat> and more about the veil, and maybe I'll do some review of the veil, we'll see where we are. So anyway, thanks for being here. I hope it was helpful, even though long-winded. Uh, take good care of yourselves. Thank you to all of us. And good night.